Hello and welcome to the Balancing Act podcast for working mums. Here you can find the tools and inspiration you need to overcome the constant juggle and live with more simplicity, ease and fulfilment in your everyday. I'm your host, Debbie, a balance coach and a working mum myself, and I'm super happy to be here with you. Hello, hello, hello. A very warm welcome to another episode of the Balancing Act podcast. If you are a regular listener, then it is fabulous to have you back again. And if this is your first time, then please do settle in, make yourself comfortable and enjoy. Um, I have just got back from a week of holiday, which is quite a novel day at the minute, isn't it? Um, we were over on the west coast of Scotland. Um, we live on the east coast, so it wasn't too far from home, but it was amazing to get away and get a change of scenery. I love the west coast in general. It's it's just like idyllic, really. Um, we stayed on the shore of a loch there, which was gorgeous. We had we had views across the loch and over the surrounding mountains right from the windows of where we were staying. It was on a farm, like a working farm. So there was little lambs running around everywhere, which is so cute. It looked like something, you know, just out of a postcard. And yeah, I don't know if you've never been to that area before. We were up around Ullapool and I'm not on commission from Visit Scotland or anything, but it is incredible. If you enjoy the outdoors in general, then like the mountains there are absolutely stunning. There's there's loads of different styles of walking and hiking you can do from like lowland trails to, you know, multi-day expeditions. Um, the beaches are incredible. You, it's that um, like really um, striking white sand and the piercing blue water. I think if you take a photo, it looks like you were on a tropical island somewhere, maybe just not with the temperatures to match. Um, the food is amazing. There's lots of fabulous seafood. There's a great pie shop in the area as well. So yeah, it was just fabulous and. That's not to say that we didn't have a, a fair dose of reality in there. Um, I think there was some days where we had, we truly had four seasons in a day or maybe even just a couple of hours, you know, hailstone, uh, freezing cold wind, blue sky, sunshine, cloud, rain, you know, and everything in between. But I actually, I don't mind that too much. I'm, I'm quite... Um, I quite like the variety of weather. It really, it makes me feel, you know, at one with the elements, let's say. It's just a little bit restrictive um, when when there's young kids around. And I think the other reality dose was, you know, with family holidays, there can be a fair bit of expectation set out beforehand. And especially at the minute when going away is, is such a novelty, especially after so long. And, you know, you want everything to go smoothly and everyone to have a good time and be like, get along so that you can actually relax and have a break. But um. I don't know, from our experience anyway, that isn't always how it actually turns out. Um, we had travel sickness on the way over there. We had a baby who got fed up in the car seat. We 
had like two boys who were up at the crack of dawn every morning. Um, the younger one, he was determined to get his hands on like every single item on the house in the house that he shouldn't, you know, the fire poker and um, yeah, all the stuff that like he he shouldn't have been playing with was, you know, of course, the one thing that he wanted. Um, and so I think with all that stuff in hindsight, it's it's easy to forget about it because it's, you know, it's very much outweighed by all the the great things that went on. But I have to say that in those moments, I really, really have to focus on how I want to be on holiday in order to like get through it with, you know, still feeling those happy, easygoing vibes that I want the holiday to be about. And, you know, I think acknowledging those struggles or the challenges that that still exist um, regardless of whether you're in your house or somewhere else totally idyllic, you know, they're still there and they're still real. Um, so yeah, I thought I, I wanted to acknowledge that and share that. So something else interesting happened work-wise on holiday too. And when I worked in uh, my in the corporate world, I really had no problems um, switching off from holiday you know once I, I was away that was it I, I felt sort of disconnected and it didn't really enter my mind that much and this is the first time that I've I've taken a holiday as a business owner and funnily I found it a lot harder to switch off and not in the way that I you know I felt guilty for being away from work or I felt bad because I was you know not showing up as regularly or missing out on things or you know I didn't it wasn't that I I had any prior commitments I had purposely you know I had no client calls booked or anything like that what I found instead was that being out in such a like spacious inspirational environment really got my creative juices going and I find myself thinking a lot about the future plans, what comes next in the business and for me and um, you know what things I'm looking forward to and it, it felt really good as it didn't feel like like the, like work was intruding on the holiday in any way. Um, in fact, my guilt sort of came the other way round, um, where you know I had this feeling that I should be taking a break and should be switching off completely, and that time spent with my family should be my sole focus. You know, my mind shouldn't be wandering in in that time. And yeah, it was just really interesting thing to observe because you know I talk so much about how balance is different for everyone and for me um, I think this was uh, another confirmation of how important um, work is as part of my own balance Um, you know and as I say like family time outdoors are both really important things to me but I think it's okay to have that mix in there and it was something that I had to, to remind myself of. So, um, yeah, my motivation for today's episode really came out of that experience. And it was really the flip side of that experience, which is much more common and much more likely to happen 
um, where you have a whole lot of stuff that needs to be done, but actually you just want to switch off and take a break and escape. So how do you know if taking a break completely is the right thing to do or whether actually you're just procrastinating on something? So that could be that you do have a whole to-do list that needs done. You have a whole load of things in your mind. Or it could just be that one thing that's been hanging around on your to-do list forever and never actually getting ticked off and done. Um, And all you want to do is either like unplug yourself totally and escape or just go and um, like do something else that feels you know, not as taxing or a bit more mindless. How do you know, um, I say, whether it's that you're procrastinating and actually need to like make an effort, a concerted effort to change things up or like force yourself to do it somehow or whether actually you do need to take that break and um, come back to it at a later time or just, you know, not do it altogether. And I think that if you find yourself in this scenario, then it's a really, it's a good opportunity to sort of take stock of the bigger picture. And while I was putting together some notes for the episode today, I thought about three different things that I would say to look out for in order to make your decision and decide what you want to do next. So the first one, and I think this is in order of priority, so the first being the most important, is to be clear on why you want to do that thing. So is it because it's important to you or because it's important to someone else? Um, You're a lot more likely to be putting something off if one you're not clear on what it actually is that needs done. And that's often the case when somebody has asked you to do something, but not with clear instructions. Um, Or if you're not clear why it has to be done. And again, that's more common when it's somebody um, else asking for something. But it can also be the case for something that you're doing because you think should be done, not because you you truly want to do it or truly see the purpose of it. So that would be the first point, be clear on why you're doing something. The second thing then I would say is notice your patterns. So if it is something that has been around for a while. So, you know, we've all had at least one, several occurrences of that thing that hangs around, that nagging thing that hangs around for ages. And maybe you are clear on on why it needs done, but you just can never like get round to it or, or like make yourself do it. And if that's the case, then you need a better strategy. You need to come up with a different way of of building it into your routine and, you know, making it part of another task, giving yourself a different motivation to do it and giving yourself a different incentive once it's done or just a different way of doing it all together in order to make it more enjoyable. And for me, I have 
a really pertinent example of this. So prior to coaching, alongside my my corporate job, I ran an artisan granola business, which I loved. But I could never get round to writing newsletters. I just did not enjoy it at all. I would force myself to do it. I would sit down, I would sort of think about all the things that I thought I should be putting into it. And the whole thing just felt like a chore. And the result of that was I just didn't do it nearly as regularly as I wanted to. Um, And then I came across um, uh, a copywriter who I've worked with subsequently to that. And she just introduced me to this totally different strategy, which totally rings like true to me it feels really authentic it feels like the way I enjoy writing things and it was all centered around storylines or storytelling so anyone who signs up to my newsletters you notice that I very much speak from my own experiences there and say that way that style of writing just suits me to a T you know I love I love sharing stories my own stories I love hearing them from other people and for me, that it's a really important way of connecting with other people and engaging with them. So, yeah, the whole thing just really sits. And now, you know, I really look forward to writing every week. You know, I can consistently um, write my newsletters every week now, as opposed to like not even being able to get them out once a month. So that's what I, I mean when I say about noticing your patterns and changing something up you can totally flip the strategy around to make it feel like a whole more enjoyable experience for you and then the third thing I would say is to pay attention to one your body and two your behavior and this paying attention will be particularly helpful if you get in the habit of doing it regularly so especially, you know, when you are doing the tasks that feel good and you sort of feel in the zone and that, that'll help you then notice when, like how your body feels when you really are tired. Like, do your muscles feel heavy? Do your shoulders ache? Do your back ache? Does your back ache, for example? Um, And then in terms of your behaviour, you know, are you like getting snappy with people? Are you finding it hard to focus? Do you keep on like doing, having to go back and repeat the same thing over and over? Like all of those are usually good indicators that you are actually tired and need a break versus, um, you know, when you're, when you're procrastinating, you probably have enough energy. You're just choosing it to spend on something else. So once um, you go through those things, being clear on why you this task needs done, noticing your your patterns around um, whether it's something that's been hanging around for a while and whether you just need to change up the strategy and then also paying attention to your body and your behaviour. I think those are three really solid bases um, that will help you decide whether it is the procrastination kicking in or whether it is that you do actually need a break. And yeah, then you can choose to things up, choose choose to change things up. That's not so easy to say. Um, you can get clear on your why, you can build in a different routine or strategy, 
or you can just take a break altogether and go back to it at another time or a smaller version of it might be another alternative. So yeah, I hope this has been useful um, food for thought for you. Let me know what you think. Um, I would be intrigued to know if you do have any of those nagging items that have been lying around on your to-do list forever or for way too long. Um, and yeah, I'd let me know if, if I can help you turn that around in any way. I hope that some of you have some holiday plans to look forward to sometime soon. And yeah, have a fabulous week. I'll look forward to speaking to you again next Monday. Bye for now. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Balancing Act podcast. If you've loved what you've heard, I would be incredibly grateful if you could rate and review the podcast so that we can help spread the word to all the other working mums out there looking for more balance in their everyday. If you'd like to hear more, you can find me on Instagram at debbieleeco or on my website at debbielee.co.uk where you can download your free kickstart guide to finding your balance as a working parent. Until then, I look forward to speaking to you in the next episode. Bye for now.